0: Welcome to the Puzzle is Real podcast, where we will be discussing faith, family, and relationships. Hosted by Matt and Melissa Pisani. This is the Puzzle is Real podcast. When you know, you know. Welcome back, you guys, to the Puzzle is Real. We are so excited, and I feel like we always start off kind of similar, because we are excited.
1: Yeah, I have my legs crossed right now like Mr. Rogers. I'm very (laughs) sophisticated looking.
0: He's been doing that a lot lately, actually. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, it's oh, you're crossing old, your legs again.
1: <laughs> yeah, like old man-ish, where I'm just crossing my legs.
0: Hey, whatever's comfortable. I think
1: I'm stretching out my uh, my hips doing this.
0: Anyway, so we are, yes, we are very excited to be back with you guys. And um, we have some fun stuff we want to talk about tonight, or today, or this afternoon.
1: Whenever you're listening. So... Family, faith, relationships. This is definitely the relationship episode. Yep. Puzzle is real. hmm As you know, our story is unique.
0: Yeah, so we met on a blind date. We were set up from a mutual friend. We got engaged after four weeks, and we were married within six months. So our timeline was very quick, very short, concise, but very intentional. Yeah. And when you know, you know, that's kind of our tagline is when you know, you know, and the puzzle kind of just fit, the pieces fit, and we said this is what God has ordained, and you are my missing puzzle piece.
1: I'm honored, (laughs) and I'd like to thank the Academy for this (laughs) award. So tonight we are talking about our final phase of our journey from independent living into now a cohabitation. Yes. And to break that down into simple terms, living together. We did not live together before marriage. And now here we are at this point of our newlywed season. And we have an apartment together with a few things that have shifted in our lives. Melissa was in the barn, her mm-hmm. famous apartment. I left my buddy Wayne. We had a Joey and Chandler living arrangement. Was Old great. man
0: status. Yep. Dual recliners.
1: <laughs> our own bathrooms, our own quarters. We were very um old manish with our ways. It was cute. Yeah, and then in a good way God brought me mia sposa.
0: Yeah, and just also to preface this, we both did not live with anyone in previous relationships. So this was our first time ever living with the opposite yeah. sex, really. Actually, I did have two guy roommates when I was younger, but they were not relationships. It was just yeah, yeah. I when think I this was, was like
1: as far as us like literally committing to like being in each other's space continuously. This was the, that was the first time. Yes, and there were a few things that we had to discover about each other. It's a discovery opportunity.
0: Yeah, we came home from our honeymoon and we were on this honeymoon high. Right, we could just we were in Mexico for a week. Yeah, all inclusive, amazing, beautiful. And then we walk up the what 17, 18 steps into our apartment, and now real life begins. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we had this bathroom, and uh, I know you remember it. It had like almost like half a ceiling in the shower. So you kind of had to like bend your head to get in there. And it was kind of reminding me of like Buddy the Elf. Buddy the
0: Elf. I was just going to say that. And he's
1: showering (laughs) Will Ferrell, the famous Christmas movie. For those of you who have never seen it, you literally
0: had to put your head over to the right. Because I always thought I was gonna have this like permanent crink in my neck because I was always over to the right because the slant was so
1: awkward. Yeah, and if you move too far back, you hit your head. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't get soap in your eyes because you'd have a problem.
0: Yes. And
1: you had that. And then you had that really small sink.
0: Yeah, one sink, one very small vanity. Like you couldn't have anything up there. That's how small it was. So if women. You can relate to this. We have stuff that we use to get ready every morning. So that was like, okay, well, where am I going to put that stuff now? And then where is he going to put his stuff? And Mm. trying to figure out morning routines if we both have to work, like who's going to go in the bathroom first to get ready? And then should I bring my stuff in our room and use a mirror in there? So it's like these little things that you have to kind of work through and work out. Um, like
1: oh you're gonna brush your teeth right now oh okay oh you
0: have to go poop right now really i have five minutes before i have to leave
1: (laughs) oh you put the toilet paper that way on the toilet paper dispenser (laughs) is is that how you brush your teeth you suck all the suds off of the bristles that's me by the way i do that
0: he does that and it grosses me like you're sucking
1: everything off i don't let anything go to waste on my toothbrush and i don't i don't know i just had this delicious feeling of wanting to eat toothpaste someday, but I just can't do it because they say it's not good for you. It's gross. So you have that, and then there's the transitional um, kitchen scene, right, where uh, yeah. maybe some people do dishes right away, others let them sit in the sink, depending upon the situation. We both, I think, we're good at yeah, doing our dishes. Both at good
0: at, yeah, both good at that. And then I know you had a problem with our utensil drawer in the kitchen. Yes,
1: because you were putting all of these utensils in one <laughs> perfectly narrow innocent draw that was taken advantage of Uh and every time i try to open the draw (laughs) thing would get stuck and i said what if we put some of these utensils in just like a container next to the six (laughs) there's not enough counter Counter space space.
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i remember like you being so frustrated opening the door like can we just put some stuff on the counter
1: (laughs) yeah i felt like george costanza and seinfeld my worlds were colliding and i was just losing it patience wise yeah but i think um Again, we realized what was like um, important to one another when it came to organizing things and yeah being like figuring in order. it out. Yeah, we together, were figuring it out. You know? And that's what this episode is really about, too, is like, where have you maybe fallen short with your significant other for those of you that are married out there? Or it could be with family members, for those of you that aren't married out there that share mm-hmm. space with a family member where you're like, "Oh man, like, I have to learn how to create and resolve." whatever the difference is when it comes to just routine and just honor one another. And I think even with the laundry, when Melissa got pregnant and we were still in the apartment, I started taking the laundry to the laundromat on my own because mm-hmm. I don't want her going up and down our 18 step staircase to our apartment and have to worry about getting hurt. And right. so there were certain roles that shifted in reverse. Not that she was always going to the laundromat without me but there was a, a season where we would take turns or do it go together Together,
0: yeah i think in the beginning we went together a lot and yeah then, it
1: was just kill some time you know yeah. go for a walk while stuff was in the in the washer then switch it or mm-hmm. so yeah we had i think we we communicated through strategy to allow each of us to not only learn what was important for one another to have a sufficient and efficient Home life, but also it allowed us to, I think, grow closer together because we realized, like, oh, wow, like I have to be open to maybe things looking a little different, the little things, and not to let those things create a divide or, or just get frazzled or over, like, like rob
0: the joy of, of the, the fun, yeah, exciting new season because yeah. now we're married and it's like, yeah, can we be annoyed if a sock is on the floor or someone didn't wipe down the counter or whatever? It's like those are such little things, yeah, that you don't need to fight about. You know,
1: and I look back and I think, like, man, I'm glad I didn't live with someone before marriage. Me too. And and I'm not like attacking anyone out there that's like, hey, or if you're doing that. And obviously, everyone's got different convictions, but you know, I am glad that we didn't do that because we would have maybe not valued Mm -hmm. all of the new surprises and discoveries that we were able to have together. And maybe it would have pushed us away from getting. Married. In other words, yeah. if we were living together before marriage and now we're, you know, getting the milk for free per se, as the old grandma's saying is, why oh, buy yeah. the cow and you get the milk free?
0: My grandma actually did tell me that. <laughs> Mine did too.
1: So it was like we didn't play house per se. We just right. we waited and we had that discipline of knowing that there was something good about waiting and then the discovery process of us becoming even better soulmates best friends all of that tied into an adventure that we'll never forget and now we can look back and laugh and say oh wow that that made us stronger and it prepared us to own a home
0: right and i think also when you are married before you start living together um there's that commitment level it's already there so you're not like oh if he does this or if she does this i'm out of here you know it's like you're already committed so it's like okay now let's work through that and i think you know, Like we were saying, we're not condemning the people who are living together, even though that's not our personal choice and our value system, right. And but I feel like it is so easy to just kind of throw it away, to say, yeah. oh, this is not going to work because I don't like the way you do this, or this doesn't align with my morning routine, or whatever. So I think when the commitment level is already there, it just brings a whole new outlook into living together, because- yeah. You're committed.
1: Right. And if you're feeling pressure, for those of you that are on the si- sideline with this, like, oh man, like my person wants that, but I don't want it. Or, you know, just remind that loved one, like, hey, like, I don't want a contract. I want a covenant. Yes. Plain and simple. Because mm-hmm. when you have a contract, it's easy to say, eh. But when it's a covenant, when you both say, hey, it's time for us to have this godly covenant of marriage, now, there's no getting out of it. And he can't be like, well, I don't like that you have all those utensils in the drawer. I can't live with you anymore. (laughs) Which is ridiculous, but but it just, you know, an analogy or an an example of how sometimes people get so frazzled because they did it backwards.
0: Well, and I think it also just points out the silly things that you find, I guess, um, like useful or you're just used to doing. And then someone else is like, Hey, why don't we do this? It kind of like disrupts your, way right. of doing things this We're is like, my system oh, but this is what I have what I've been doing for the this last is 10 my, years <laughs> that's my system so you know that was kind of an interesting season and I think we still do that in some ways yeah and it's you benefited
1: know. us like I think now even for me I used to not fold my socks uh, the way that you do, right? You you yes. kind of bunch them together. But now I do it. I'm like, just I'm like, whatever. I'll just <laughs> well, do this. Cause,
0: okay, so we started doing laundry together, and you know, if I would do it or he would do it, we would put away laundry, and I'm like, wait, where did you put this? Or how right. come this is folded that way? Because yes. when you're so used to doing things your way, it kind of disrupts your <laughs> I guess your life in a way. Because you're like, wait, that's not how I do it. Um, so with Matt, he would fold his socks. So then I had to remember every time I did his socks, I just folded them together. Right. And then with mine, I like, you know, t- almost like tied them together and yeah. like cup them into each other. If That makes sense. Yeah. So I still try to do that for you. And he likes to fold his underwear a certain way. Thank so you. I try to do that for him. So it's like, you know, it's just honoring each other and, you know, doing things that would make their life easier and not try to disrupt the flow of maybe what they were used to, but picking your battles. You can't fight over silly things.
1: Yeah, and just in in closing, I would also say that don't allow these things to um, ruin the experience that you guys are having. And also, just allow certain opportunity for change. Like, don't feel like, well, it's only my way. Like, there are a lot of things I think that we both kind of just said, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do, that's fine. Yeah, You know, we didn't try to, like, have this control because I think that's also a battle for newlyweds Mm -hmm. and for people that are like freshly married or like they want to feel like they have still like some type of control of freedom, but there's more freedom in compromise and agreeing together than constantly saying like, no, this is the way it's got to be, you know, whatever the disagreement could be within getting used to each other's routines and and coinciding.
0: Yeah. There's freedom in letting go um, for sure. And also don't stop having fun. Like, try to have fun and laugh together. I mean, if we don't laugh, we laugh together all the time and I'm so thankful that we both have good senses of humor and it's just like when silly things are happening, when you can get upset, just look at each other and be like, really, is this really that big of a deal? And then just tickle each other. (laughs) Right. Do something that'll make you laugh. I don't know.
1: We love you guys, and we hope that this was an encouragement episode that you could say, all right, like, what do I have to look at in my life to say, hmm, I'm not going to let this take me out of a really great moment in my life when it comes to your newlywed season or pre-marriage where like you're getting maybe pressure to say like, oh, we need to move quicker with the whole, you know, no, you don't need to play house. No. Wait for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Become perfect strangers Mm -hmm. and allow that to be a journey of fun and not an obligation. And also not like, ugh, (laughs) because that's not the heart of God. He wants us to have fun and enjoy the gift of marriage and the gift of cohabitating as husband and wife Mm -hmm. is something that you'll be able to pour into your children and they'll pour it into their children. And now you've just created generational legacy because you allowed those moments of getting to know one another be a gift
0: there you go message toodles see you next time hey guys thanks so much for listening to the puzzle is real podcast please subscribe today and share with a friend see you soon